This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. He's a former U.S. representative of the great state of Texas. It is our friend Ted Poe. Ted, how are you? Good to see you. Doing great, Joe. Technology's not your friend, is it, Ted? It is not my friend. <laughs> I'm so old, I remember when email was invented. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to cut my ass out to Harris County and fix that up for you at some point. All right. Because uh, we love having you on, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but thank God we got it going here. I want to talk about everything that's going on. Obviously, Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution says specifically, the federal government will protect states from invasion. Ted, there is some stupid nonsense argument going on right now where the left is trying to allege that invasion only means by a foreign government. Is that true? That's what they're trying to allege. But of course, the Constitution doesn't say that. It doesn't say foreign government and it doesn't say armed invasion. It says invasion. And that's what's occurring on the Texas-Mexico border. I mean, how many people does it take to make an invasion? How, 10 million? Well, according to the left, that's not enough. But uh, it doesn't have to be a state. We have an invasion by terrorists. We have an invasion by the drug cartels. We have the invasion by smugglers and human traffickers. And who else? Who knows who else? So we have a clear invasion of different enemies coming into the United States. And I think, of course, Texas is within its not only right, but duty to protect the citizens of the state of Texas. The, the legal battle is one that's actually kind of interesting because the injunction that Texas asked for and received at a lower court was to stop the DHS from cutting the razor wire. For some reason, the Supreme Court said, we're going to lift that injunction, but the case will continue back at the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. Why would the Supreme Court say it's okay for the DHS to cut the razor wire when it didn't tell Texas to stop laying the razor wire? So in other words, I had Dan Patrick on the other day. Sure, the DHS can cut it if they want, and we're just going to put down more. We've got more wire than you have wire cutters, he said to me. So why do you think the Supreme Court made that ruling? I don't know. It is very, very strange uh, to me. They they made that comment. We're going to live with it. But if they DHS decides to cut the wire, then, of course, more wire will go up. I think a part of the problem that people don't realize is the land in Texas was always Texas land. When Texas went into the Union, uh, it did not turn over its public lands to the federal government. So the land on the border next to the water is public land, mainly land that belongs to private citizens that's been in their possession since uh, the Spanish land grants. So the land does not belong to the federal government. The park on the, uh, the border does not belong to the federal government. It belongs to the state of Texas. Well, that's that's I want to stop you. That's, that's very interesting. So why are they arguing about this Shelby Park then? The feds are alleging or pretending that they owned it, they ran it, and Texas commandeered it. That's not true? Well, Texas owns the land. The park belongs to the state of Texas, uh, specifically, I think, to Eagle Pass, Texas. But it does not belong to the federal government. And there's concurrent jurisdiction, in my opinion, 
on the border with Texas and the federal government having concurrent jurisdiction with the federal government taking the lead. But the land belongs to the state of Texas. It doesn't belong to the federal government. And you notice the federal government hasn't moved in to Shelby Park. In fact, the uh, Border Patrol Council says we we're glad the state of Texas is protecting the border wow. uh, that, that uh, park and the razor wire there. They approve of the razor wire, too. It's a, the government, the people in Washington, D.C., you know, the ones that are going to take care of us all. They're the ones that are making these decisions. It's uh, former U.S. Representative Ted Poe, former Judge Ted Poe, great guy Ted Poe, hates technology Ted Poe. <laughs> That's right. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> Shelby Park, I, I don't know, if you, have you been to that park? Because I, I know people who have been there. Have you been to that specific place? Not in years, but I've been there a long time ago. Okay, yes. Well, Shelby Park, from what I understand, is beneath a bridge. So in other words, you don't have to come across the Rio Grande into Shelby Park. You can just cross at the bridge, which is a port of entry, and the DHS is giving you an ankle bracelet or they're giving you asylum or they're giving you parole or something. You're, you're going to be able to get in over the bridge, but there were thousands coming in through Shelby Park. There are none coming in now there because of what Texas did. But, Ted, why is it that the federal government would want people to illegally cross the Rio Grande and come in into this park instead of going across the bridge, which is right above it? Well, I'm not sure what their uh, their thought process is, but by any means necessary, this administration wants more and more people coming into the United States, people that now we know that the federal government's going to, or taxpayers, are going to take care of, school them, take care of their medical needs, find them a place to live, give them money, give them a cell phone, and take care of them from indefinitely. But uh, it's all a part of the plan to repopulate, colonize, if you will, the United States with foreign nationals. Uh, so long term, hopefully, uh, as they wear those uh, we love Biden shirts into the United States, they'll vote Democrat. I think it's that sinister. When um, uh, when we talk about invasion, I heard a guy yesterday who I think was a military man who said we're not calling it an invasion. But from what I understand, as a military person, he said a platoon is about 10,000 soldiers. We're getting a platoon every day. Every single day, we're getting a platoon at the border, but you don't want to call it an invasion. So, Ted, how do you force the federal government's hand to stop redefining words, just like they redefined the word vaccine? How do you force their hand to stop redefining words to make to fit their agenda? Well, we have to change the government. That's the long term, change the, uh, the administration. But short term, Texas has taken the position, and rightfully so, it is an invasion. You don't have to be a constitutional scholar to realize that is an invasion coming across the border. You could just go down there and look. And, and 10 million people, I mean, like I said, how many does it take to make an invasion? So it's clearly an invasion, so they're going to call it something else. You know, it's just like the word Clinton used to say, the word is, uh, is not is. It's something right. else. So just right. call it something else. It's not an invasion. It's anything but an invasion. Because if it was an invasion, then the federal government would have to do something and stop it. And we are being invaded by people who do not like us. Sure, we got people coming over, uh, even though they're coming illegally. They they want to come here for a better life and all of that. But we got a lot of people who hate us coming yeah. into the United States. I mean, why are all the Chinese being flown to Mexico and then coming across the Texas-Mexico border? Who are these people? We don't know. Drug cartels. And let me say this. The drug cartels are the only people making money on the open border. They're making Millions and millions of dollars bringing in that fentanyl with the cooperation of China and Mexico. And they're also the only people making money on trafficking young people 
girls primarily, into the United States. And I mean by trafficking, not smuggling, but trafficking them here for uh, sexual slavery and labor slavery. They make the money. And why doesn't the federal government understand that? Because they want another plan. Their plan is, ah, we don't care about Americans. We're going to give a bunch of money to the Ukrainians so they That's can crazy. keep those nasty old Russians from coming in. You know, so uh, they they got everything backwards. Former U.S. Representative Ted Poe, he's not backwards. Um, a former <laughs> U.S. Representative, former judge also. What's interesting to me is that the Biden administration is now holding on to this, which is a, a backward, talking about backward, it's a backward way to look at it. They're lying, but the journalists won't press them on it. Here's what they're saying. We want to fix the border. There is a crisis at the border. Those Republicans in the House stopped us from doing legislation day one, legislation that would have fixed it. Now, Ted, you and I both know that legislation said amnesty. We know that. It meant anybody who had already come here illegally gets to stay here illegally or gets to stay here and get get a green card or a path to citizenship. They wanted all those people, the millions and millions, to become voters. All he really had to do was go back and undo the executive orders that he put in place day one. Why doesn't any reporter say, Mr. President or Kareem Jean-Pierre or Blinken or fill in the blank, John Kirby, why don't you simply undo the executive orders he did? Because the day before he did those, the border was closed. The day after he did those, the border was open. You don't need new legislation. Go back to what was working. Why doesn't somebody ask him that? Well, his answer is going to be, uh, well, we don't know what his answer was. Trump bad. He'll say Trump bad. <laughs> yeah. It's all Trump's fault. Yeah. But that's all he has to do is revoke the leniency, the amnesty orders that he signed after he became president and just refile or state that the previous law will be upheld like it was under Trump. That's all he's got to do. We don't need to give him any more money because, frankly, the money's going to go to Ukraine or the money is going to go to uh, the Department of Homeland Security to process more people across the border. It's not going to go to stop people from coming across the border. And that's where the money's going to go. But and I think uh, the press is r- behind it because they think if they tell this lie long enough, people will believe it. Yeah. And of course, uh, Mr. Biden uh, won't go down to the border. It's too dangerous for him to go down there. And our vice president won't either. But it, he doesn't have to do anything. And those uh Republican moderates who think they need another bill are nuts. They don't need another right. bill. All they got to do is get the president to enforce the current law. Don't give in. Don't give in to 5,000 people more coming across every day into the United States. That's nuts. Who there, there, there are some people alone. There are some Republicans who actually think that's a good deal. It's, Ted, it's so stupid it makes my face hurt. And, and, and something that you said really does jump out as well. The administration pretends they care about the border. They really don't. So, so I wonder if you've got an opinion on this. I think you probably will. There are two schools of thought. Biden and the globalists want as many people to come in to keep power in the left and Marxist hands forever. Almost like what LBJ said about keeping black people voting Democrat for 200 years. Um, and, and the allegation is he used the N-word. It's either that or... Biden and Clinton and Obama want a North American union that looks a lot like the EU. And if it's done that way, the globalists can control the entire world. Which one do you think it is? Keep Democrats and Marxists in power forever or make it some sort of North American union? It could be both. It could be okay. both of those. Uh, I think they want to keep the Democrats in power forever at any cost, by any means necessary. Uh, and, and of course, I think they want a union of North and South America. Um, uh, 
and they want to be in charge of that union, the, the, the globalists, the people in the United States. And so it, it could be absolutely both of those. But uh, this idea that, uh, our, you know, the United States is not a special place. I think President Obama said that uh, to them. It's just another piece of land. And yes. therefore, there should be open borders and let everybody in and make the Americans pay for everything for all the other uh, unfortunate people in the world, especially in our hemisphere and raise taxes. I mean, they believe that that philosophy uh, because we're not a special place. Well, I, I disagree. We are a special place. Yeah. A country that doesn't protect its borders will soon lose its sovereignty. But Obama actually did say we're not exceptional. I mean, and, and to say things like that or to allege that, then he went on the apology tour globally about how bad America's been. The whole thing just blows my mind. But you're right. I think you nailed it. They have to prove to those who live here and who love the country that they shouldn't love the country and we're not exceptional. And how dare we not help all of these people who want this help? But they're not looking here for help. You mentioned China. There, there was a whole group of Russians that were waiting at the border the other day, Ted. And, and I don't want to hear about black and brown people, and that's why we don't want them. Russians are whiter than you and I could ever be. And they're waiting at the border, and they got free passageway in and free schooling and a free phone and free money, free clothing, and, and a trip anywhere they want to go. And it's gonna one day somebody's going to wake up and say, okay, all of those platoons we sent in do something now. And we're going to be at a real disadvantage in this country, and it will be caused by those who, as you said, don't think we're exceptional. It's Ted, uh, Ted Poe. Go and follow him at Judge Ted Poe on Twitter X and uh, we love having you on. Let's talk about the war party in D.C. Ted, I want to make sure I have this right. And just tell me if I'm wrong. Over the years, you've told me how dumb I am. So, we, <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I've got video. So, we, under Obama, sent pallets of money, billions of dollars over to, to Iran. Just sent it over. And then we unfroze some assets. Then Trump comes in freezes the assets, scares the death out of all the bad guys around the world. They don't do anything for four years. Then Biden comes in, unfreezes $6 billion, sends them some more money over here for their allowing them to sell their oil so they can make more money. And then Iran took that money that, remember, Trump didn't let them have, took the money from Obama took and, and fought us in Afghanistan, took the money from, from Biden now, and they're fighting us everywhere we are around the world. Do I have it right there? We're giving them the money that enables them to attack us everywhere we are. Yes, it's called giving aid and comfort to the enemy. You know, what that on is earth? The, that, that is the, the violation of the law is giving aid and comfort to the enemy. And then, of course, giving money to the Palestinians, too. And I, you know that Palestinians aren't using that money to build hospitals. They're buying nope. more, building more uh, rockets or buying them from uh, Iran. It it's, it's, doesn't make any sense. To anybody, even our adversaries don't understand why we are doing this. And of course, we have 175 plus attacks on Americans and Biden is still wondering what he should do. You know, we don't we want to temper our response. How about some kind of response? And of course, we don't have any response at all. It's an embarrassment. You know, when people used to mess with the United States, they they found out that that was not a smart idea. And of course, we should retaliate, go after the people who fired rockets into uh, American areas, killing Americans. And we haven't done that. We don't want to we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. You know, we could stop all this overnight, make sure that the oil is not being transported out of uh, Iran to other parts of the world. We could do that. We could enforce the sanctions. We could freeze the money. And of course, we could say you have messed with us. Now there's a price to pay. And then make them pay the price. 
They're going to keep doing it. That's Iran's mission. Yeah, but Ted, I mean, the question becomes, is only is the only entity that's allowed to do this, let them have all this money, lift the sanctions. That's all executive level stuff. You guys, in the you're not in the House now, but the House of Representatives can't stop it. The Senate can't stop it. The courts can't stop it. Nobody can stop a rogue president, a rogue administration from giving aid and comfort to our, em- to our enemy, really? Well, yes, the House could. They could pass legislation to... Uh, prevent money going to Iran under any circumstances. They could do that. But of course, Biden would veto that. Uh, But uh, he has some discretionary funds. But the House of Representatives controls the money and they ought to uh, exert their privilege to make sure that money does not go to our enemies, which is what is occurring. We are sending money to our enemies and we're not sending money to Americans. It's just it's crazy. It is crazy world, but I've got to ask you, why Why do you think so many people come out immediately? Lindsey Graham, um, our, our friend John Cornyn, immediately, bomb Tehran, bomb Iran. Like, we want to go to World War III. What, what is going on? Is that the war party you keep talking about? They just, they think it's going to fix the economy or something if we continue going to war? What is this about? The war party has never seen a war that they didn't want the United States to get involved in. And it started with Korea. And of course, we haven't won a war since we decided to have stalemates in wars, and and it started with Korea. Korea, Vietnam, Iraq, Afghanistan, every place we're involved all over the world, we just want the war to continue. We don't want to win it. And, of course, then we uh, abandoned it like we did in uh, Afghanistan. But on this issue of Iran, the United States is being attacked. And those other issues, we weren't being attacked. What was our national interest? really, in Afghanistan or Iraq after being there 10 years or 20 years. We might have had one, but after 20 years, what was right. what was the purpose? Now we couldn't get Taliban. an answer. We gave the Taliban all of our equipment. Now the yes. Taliban is stronger than the Taliban used to be. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Take out the bad guys who are doing bad things. Don't sign up for World War III. I think the most stark thing that you said, uh, and this really jumps out at me and it bothers me, is that we have not won a war since World War II. And, and that, that blows my mind because we've been involved in a lot of conflicts where you're right. If you ask somebody in charge, what's the end game look like? What does victory look like? They don't have any answer. Ted, we're, we're frankly out of time. Thank you for the knowledge and the time as, as always. <laughs> it is uh, former U.S. Representative Ted Poe, former Judge Ted Poe, always has his finger on the pulse of what's going on around this globe. And we appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Good to talk with you. All right, Thank Ted, you. we'll talk soon. It's Ted Poe. Uh, we're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Always he's going to have Ted Poe on because he tells the truth. He tells it exactly as it is, and he's right. He is more correct than anybody you're going to see in Washington right now. That's for sure. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pags Show.